Check it out. Check it dun, out. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> hey, Toasters. Welcome to another episode of Movie Toast Reviews Podcast. I got, I got somebody with me today. Who is that? Hey, man, it's me, Adam. I'm here like I'm always here because I got nothing else going on in my life. What's up, Dennis? Oh, you know, same thing. We've got nothing to do. Let's make a podcast. (laughs) Yeah, sounds like a Friday (laughs) night, even though it's a Monday afternoon. There we go. I like it. I like it. Well, folks, we got a fun batch of movies for you today. A mix of some old, some new, some brand new, and probably some differing opinions i'm kind of excited to kind of excited i am super excited to share these titles why why are you ruining out i'm just gonna clear the air here i don't think the fun thing to do on a friday night is to get together and make a podcast i know there's fun or shit to do but uh i don't know why i said that earlier but uh you know it is fun making a podcast if the circumstances are right so yeah this is our funner shit it's okay yeah you can have this can be our funner it's all right (laughs) People God. are like fucking turning this shit off right now. It's like, nope. Funner? What are they Minute talking in. about? Yeah. <laughs> Good grammar, guys. Oh, boy. You didn't come here for the grammar. You came here for the reviews. So let's lay them on you. Ooh, nice transition. Is that a transition? <laughs> I don't even know. Transition failed. I don't know. I oh, liked God. it, though. I ruined it by calling it fun. out. No, it's all right. We drew attention to it. Let's look at it. Let's address yeah. it. Let's <laughs> think about it. <laughs> What do you think, folks? Hit us back. Let us know on the socials. Was that a good transition? (laughs) Yeah, like you know, I always fucking promote the socials at the end of the episode. We're at all the socials at movie underscore toast. Yes, we are, sir. And with on that note, let us jump into the first review, which I'm just going to I'm going to take right off the bat. I am followed up doing my own review of Palm Springs. I'm kind of nervous because I know last night in the uh, news episode that we did over on Twitch, you said you had a different take on it. I'm yeah, afraid. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Nah, I, I, I loved it. Okay, oh. so it was, yeah, see, look at that. Look at that. I, I really thought yeah. you would love it. And after you said last night, you disagree. I'm like, oh, fuck, man. I don't know his taste. Yeah, see, we got we, we to gotta develop a little interest there. I It was every bit what you described man i can't hype it enough this is going to be a short and sweet one folks because you've heard us discuss it once but it is a rock solid film it's just something that as you're watching it it, it's a reminder of what well executed storytelling and just a well-crafted film can be yes there's the sci-fi elements but it doesn't spend a ridiculous amount of time on it i mean we have the fun moments of you can sit there and think about oh my god how much time have they spent in this uh, time loop yeah it, it's fun to ponder those for a minute but the characters the character development that occurs is, mm-hmm. is awesome yeah i really feel for everyone i was laughing so much throughout the movie that i know i missed some dialogue so i'm already set to go back and give it another view an awesome job all around I, i'm really struggling to think of something negative to say if there is other than I need to watch it again to pick up that dialogue I lost. <laughs> I missed laughing. Right? Yeah, that, that's that's uh, yeah. the beauty of this movie. Like, there's so much happening. And it's not like Groundhog Day. People aren't saying the same thing every day. Well, I mean, some are. Like, when some, yeah. you wake up in the morning. But it's fresh each time because the characters are making changes. Mm-hmm. Where, where I feel like Groundhog Day was 
kind of playing around with the subtleties of Phil kind of seeing what else he could affect about the day. This one, because we've been here already, it's like uh, starting Groundhog Day from the middle Mm -hmm. from a different character's perspective. And I like that it is this different view of how would I go on this journey? You know, there's a lot of decisions they make that were awesome. I loved when they did their choreographed dance in the bar (laughs) together. (laughs) And just the F you to everyone in that bar with that dance. So genius. How long did they take to do it? I don't know, but I loved it. Oh, yeah. No, it was, that was just, it was a solid movie. I, uh, I don't even know what and else to say about it. That's let's not, not even forget the fact that there's drama. There's legit stuff that is kind of heartbreaking yeah. that happens in it. You genuinely feel the, that moment in uh, JK Simmons backyard where he's just sitting there mm. watching his kids that like, that was awesome. And it, I wouldn't have believed going into it that I'm watching an Andy Samberg movie that will make me feel like this, you know, nothing against yep. you, Mr. Samberg, but you know, generally the types of films this particular actor is in, I wouldn't think I would go through this gauntlet of emotion, not saying it is just like this heart wrenching experience, but you feel something. Not only him though, like this is produced by him and the other guys in Lonely Island and yes. their movies, the track record of movies they produced is Hot Rod and Popstar Never Stop Stopping. And those are really goofy out there movies with not a lot of heart and soul, but they're movies, they're comedies. But this is a totally different, this is a game changer. Oh yeah, I, I would love to see more, more of this from these guys. This mm. would be a great thing to capitalize on and show, hey, we can put comedy in these other situations, in these other scripts and stuff that will keep you coming back. You know, I, I, at least I will be. Yeah. This is just proof positive that they can make some rock solid material. Not that there's been a doubt before. It's just mm-hmm. been different up until now. So, and I know that the, the trailer kind of spoiled it, but I love the fact that it begins, it plays like a rom-com. And then once you see like the fiery embers of hell, you're like, Oh fuck, something's different in this. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta be honest. I even forgot about the cave for a minute after a few scenes, like mm-hmm. you spend a good amount of time where I feel like even as an audience member, you start to kind of succumb to the rhythm the oh, yeah. repeating pattern and you just accept it like Adam Sandberg's character does. And it's just, this uh, is I'm going to call you out there, man. Adam Sandberg. Meet me and uh, Rick. Adam we Sandberg. were in a test oh screening God. for an Adam Sandler, Andy Sandberg movie. That's my boy. <laughs> and in the, in the little, uh, after the movie, they hold people back and ask them questions about the movie. So many people call them Adam Sandberg. And it's like, wait, do you mean Adam Sandler or Andy Sandberg? Oh it's easy God. to do. That's it's funny. E- I'm sorry. I'm not trying That's to be a, a dick, but you're not the only one that does it. Oh, yeah. No, that's funny. That's the perfect situation where I honestly don't know who you're talking about, sir or madam. Please be more specific. Uh, right. Last names uh, only. <laughs> now, the oh God, man, like you said, you forget about it and you feel like the characters. There's a moment where Andy Samberg is asked, how long have you been here? And he gen- or no, what was your job? What's your occupation? And he doesn't remember a thing. A couple of weeks ago, Sarah's like, oh, I read an interview with the writer. And his idea, what really was, Andy Samberg was there for 40 years. Stuck in this time loop for 40 straight years. And I'm like, I don't know if I believe that, but hey, it's the writer, so. That would be gnarly. Yeah. yeah. That's, and what that would start doing to the human mind is kind of crazy. Like, he, mm-hmm. he would have cracked up, I feel like, if it was honestly 40 years. Oh, that yeah. would be, and time, your perception of time would be so fucked up. 40 years of repeating the same day over and over again. By the time you mm-hmm. hit the end of that, every day would feel like a couple of hours. You'd just yeah. blink and you'd be through it all. 
you know? And I love, oh God, the, I don't want to spoil anything at the end because it could go any way. Oh, and it's worth it. it. It's even but, up into those last couple of minutes, you're mm-hmm. left questioning things. But um, the, the little nugget of information that she learns at the end of the movie, I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, wow. I didn't think that he, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to spoil anything, so I'm going to shut up here. But did you uh, watch the kind of mid credit scene with uh, J.K. Simmons? Yes, and okay. that was such a cool little nugget to put in there. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, well, again, yeah, I don't want to spoil that because it's worth getting to that point for watching the movie. There, and how about that, Toasters? If you haven't seen the movie yet, don't just turn the movie off when the credits start rolling. It's worth sticking around. Because I was like, what the hell happened to him? I want to know where he's at after all that stuff just happened to these other guys. Where's he at? And it's like, they're not going to tell me. I am so pissed. And then I'm like, thank God, man. Yep. Uh, yep. It's, it's, oh God, it's hard dancing around it. I'm sorry. <laughs> but no, that's what good. we do. We, we're trying to get you interested in watching the movie and hopefully we're yeah. doing that. Yeah. yeah we're not going to spoil it. We're going to spoil that one for you. This one's definitely mm-hmm. worth watching. So another, another green light here from the old Dennis yes. toaster. I cannot praise it enough. Please go see it. If you haven't seen it yet, add it to the queue. It's a good date night movie. It's just a good movie all around. And I'm honestly, I watched it when it first came out like a month ago, maybe. And I'm like, after I watched it, I'm like, I could, I can see myself watching this a couple of times. Like most movies, I'm like, eh, I don't care. I'm like, this movie really stuck out. It's a nice double green light from the two of us. So That's hopefully right. that means something. I don't know. Yeah, I'd, I'd say give, let's give it a couple of years. This one could work its way onto our Hall of Fame shelf there. Ooh. And we we're talking a little bit about Groundhog Day. Don't think that we hate Groundhog Day. That was our first commentary track. If you haven't listened to it, yeah. go back in our library, download the episode titled Sorry About the Lasagna in Your Bed. Has nothing to do with the episode. It's more of a Garfield joke that we made. But please check that out and watch <laughs> the movie with it. It's just pretty good. Yeah, no, please, yeah, go back and check it out. And it's fun. You can watch it alongside the movie. It's one of those where you very likely, like us, you've seen it a handful of times. So there's just some fun little nuggets we toss in there to make it a fun viewing, make it a little different for you. Yeah. yeah all right, Adam. So what? Uh, what's your first movie up for this episode today? Well, I also start with a movie that's a comedy that just came out or just came out two years ago. It's very intriguing because I know this movie, I've been in quarantine checking every week to see what's new coming out on Voodoo. And this movie just uh, was on Voodoo a couple of months ago. It was a brand new movie. But on Netflix, it says, and on the whole internet, it says it came out in 2018. So I don't know what this movie is considered <laughs> when it came out, but it's new to me and it just hit Netflix. It's a movie called Banana Split. And that has nothing at all to do with the movie. It's just an interesting little name. Uh, It stars someone named Hannah Marks. She also is one of the co-writers on this movie. She, she's in little things here and there. Uh, Another person in this movie is Lena Liberato, Dylan Sprouse and Luke Spencer Roberts. Uh, So I don't know if anybody knows those names, uh, but their faces look familiar. There's a sweet life in there. The Disney kid. (laughs) Yeah. One of, one of big daddy's kids. So this is the Sprouse brother that's not on CW's Archie show Riverdale. Oh, oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, and then the other guy I named off, I forget his name because I'm not looking at the page anymore. He's popped up in a lot of like teen movies lately. I want to say like on like Netflix and stuff. He's more mm-hmm. of a comedy guy. Uh, but the, the main movie is about these two girls. So here's what the movie's about. It's interesting. I, I'm like, ah, this doesn't look like a movie I want to watch, but I watched the trailer just for the fuck of it. And I'm like, Oh shit, I kind of want to watch this. So we pick up junior year in high school. This one girl starts dating this one guy. And then it jumps forward two years later 
uh, it's the, all right, maybe it's before junior year. I don't know. It jumps forward a couple of years, two years, I want to say, uh, right as they're both accepted into college. Uh, they just graduated. Uh, the girls going to Boston University and the boys going to like UC Santa Barbara, they kind of break up and the girl's depressed and she finds out that the boy is now seeing another girl. She just moved into town. She's at a party. Both girls are at a party unbeknownst to one another, but they both have cyber stopped each other to kind of know where their ex-boyfriend slash boyfriend. Yeah. See what the deal was. Yeah. And they kind of become friends and they have this friendship behind the boyfriend's back. They make rules about it. And only one person knows who is the boy's best friend. Uh, he's also kind of, is not related to the, the new girlfriend, but his godparents are her parents. So they've known each other their whole childhood. So the okay. three of him, the best friend, the ex-girlfriend, and the current girlfriend, they kind of hang out. But these two girls form a bond. They don't let the boyfriend know anything about it. It's a lot of goofy things happen. Oh, and another guy who's in it is uh, the guy that plays Ned, uh, Peter Parker's best friend in the new Spider-Man movies. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. He, he oh, kind nice. of pops up. He plays a, a manager at a movie theater that the main character works at. So it's like, <laughs> oh, I like seeing this guy pop up and things. Nice. Um, God, I don't want to spoil it because there's a lot of things that happen in this movie. And it's kind of like a goofy little teen movie. And it's like, you know, it's nice catching up and watching movies like this. It's not overly dramatic. It's not over the top comedy. It's nice. your typical high school type of movie. Um, Is it like I'd a feel good a, thing by the end? Kind of. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Nice. Of course, you know, I'm not going to spoil anything, but if you know the way movies work, if you know what happens at the end of the second act, you know what happens. And then, okay. you know, it ties itself up in the end. Okay. Um, nice. But it's just fun to watch that. And it's funny. Uh, at the end, like as the title card is coming up, I'm like, oh shit, I kind of know these two names. It's the guys that produced the Netflix movie that I watched. I watched. It's like, well, I did watch this movie on Netflix. It's the guys that produced the Netflix movie I worked on last year. I'm like, oh, I know that one name, but I never met him because I guess he's in Los Angeles. But this guy I worked with. So it's kind of <laughs> cool, like seeing. I always love when I see names of people I've worked with in the past. It's kind of oh, yeah. funny. Oh, that's awesome. like, uh, yeah. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. In the beginning of the movie, it says LD Entertainment. Yeah, that's the company. Cool. Overall, I'd say this movie is a yellow light and uh, it's called Banana Split. It's on Netflix right now. I assume it's going to be there for a bit. Check it out if you like a little. It's not a rom-com. It's just like a teen comedy, I guess you could call it. Okay. And I'm sorry. I got dogs barking in the background here, guys. So They, they want you to watch uh, Banana Split. They're Yeah. Dennis, I know you watched another movie. Is it anything like Banana Split? Oh, it's exactly like Banana Split. Oh, nice. Except what it's is it? totally different. There's teenagers in it, but oh. they murder each other. Oh, <laughs> jeez. So I finally got around to, and judge me if you want to, let us know in the comments. I finally got around to watching Scream for the first time. I, I know this is really sad as someone who claims to be a fan of horror movies, but it's one of those where it just never initially piqued my interest. And it was something that's like, oh, for you're a horror fan, you got to watch it. And it's it's been referenced so much that I felt like I'd already watched it kind of. And I remember years ago kind of seeing the final scene like air on TV one time. So it kind of had the, the killer spoiled for me. Yeah. But I was finally like, you know what? I really just need to have the experience. I need to say I've seen the whole thing beginning to end. Let's mm -hmm. see what the big deal is. So we did it. I finally sat down and did it. Obviously, Wes Craven classic. This was a film, apparently, he was not going to do initially. He was about to get out of his horror phase when he was 
the story goes, he was approached by a fan who was like, hey, man, what happened to the, all the blood and guts? You used to have, you know, you used to take risks. You used to make <laughs> gnarly movies. And I, I hope you keep doing it. And it was like this 14-year-old kid or something. And he was so taken aback by how, you know, the statement this kid made. He just walked up to him and told him. He's like, all right, so I'm going to go look at this horror script that someone said I should take a look at. And huh. it was the script for Scream. Wow, I and never knew that. That's amazing. I'm not yeah. saying that sarcastically. That's pretty badass oh. that someone just got to him that much and it affected him in such a profane way because when he died, this was one movie that everyone was like, that was one of the big movies they talked about besides The Nightmare on Elm Street, which oh, yeah. I just saw for the first time uh, at the drive-ins a couple of weeks ago. So don't feel bad that you didn't see Scream. I've never seen fucking Freddy Krueger. <laughs> so nice. I'm okay. well behind you, sir. Okay, okay. Oh, no worries, no worries. I mean, the film's got that got that classic cast. Courtney Cox, David Arquette, Nev Campbell, mm-hmm. of course. The the classic Drew Barrymore scene at the beginning, which oh. to me is probably one of the better scenes in the movie. Oh, I yeah. I kind of like her death more than most of the other characters' death. You don't see it coming, and it's so gripping. And, and she puts up a fight. I like oh, that yeah. it, it wasn't just like a one and done like some of the other characters. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things where it's like, I couldn't help but feel when I was watching the scene. It's like, oh, I've seen this parodied a bunch of times. <laughs> so trying to disconnect from that was a little difficult, but I feel mm-hmm. like I could for a lot of the movie. There was a lot of moments where I couldn't help but feel like it was a, you know what? Let me take that back. The whole movie to me felt like a comedy. Oh, it is. It's totally a, like a comedic horror movie. It, yeah. And it's, Maybe even more so now than it originally intended to be. I would like to think coming up in this post-Scream era where now every movie made after the fact is living in the wake of it and that you can make those, you can make those references. You can acknowledge these same types of things, do these same setups. Even within the film, sure, it is an homage to slashers and it's making fun of the teen horror movies itself. But even then, it did it in such a fashion that now everything references Scream quite often. Or a lot of mm-hmm. things do reference Scream itself, which then Scream is a reference, yada, yada, yada. I don't know. It was like, I watched it. All right. Now I can say I've seen it. It's all ah, right. But Dennis, you have three more movies to watch. And there's talk about a fifth movie coming out. Are I, you going <laughs> to... Oh, God. The movies well, become so meta in themselves. Like, in the next one... There is a book being written about what happened in this movie. And the third one, there's a movie that was made about this movie. And the mm. fourth one, and but the it killings has start the happening cast. on the set of the movie or some yes. shit. <laughs> my, 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 I'm sorry. The funniest thing to me, um, I know, I'm sorry. You were just giving your star review and I'm cutting you off with a dumb story. My favorite is there is a Jay and Silent Bob cameo in Scream 3. They're on a back lot where they're <laughs> shooting Scream and Jay and Silent Bob go to Hollywood. They end up on a set where there's a like a scream movie being shot so it's kind of like interesting <laughs> to see these two movies that shouldn't come together kind of come together that's funny in the uh buried in some of the uh trivia facts i found online there's another reference to another film universe that they cross over with i want to say it was the halloween series oh no shit. where in one of the later sequels they reference watching a scream movie but mm-hmm. in one of the Scream sequels, they're watching Halloween. Or in the first Scream movie, huh. they're actually watching Halloween at the house party. That's, That's what, one of the uh, scenes that I love the most. I know it's not scary. Jamie Kennedy breaking down the yeah. rules of horror movies. Look out As behind this all you, Jamie. Turn around, <laughs> Jamie. Turn around. And you're just screaming, Jamie. No, you turn around. Yep. Yeah, and it's, it's very much one of those scenes like, I laughed at it. 
I laughed at most of the movie. There was only a couple times I felt like I was really mm-hmm. thrilled. I don't know. Yeah. Now, how'd you like um, the Fonz? How'd you like Henry Winkler? Oh my it's god, different seeing him as the principal. I, I liked the funny little the death thready things and the tongue in cheek, like the edits that they put around him to make you try to suggest mm-hmm. he could have been one of the killers. So like, I don't believe that for a fucking second, but it's funny. That's <laughs> funny. I like yeah. the idea. He, I love Henry Winkler though. He's great. I, I he's can't so charming. That. His charisma, even oh God, as he's yes. getting older, he's becoming more and more lovable. His character, children's hospital. Among oh yeah. Everything else is awesome. We, in our house, we love referencing him in Parks and Recreation to each other mm. all the time. Friggin As John Ralphio's uh, father. His current uh, show that he's on, uh, Barry, which is a dark comedy starring oh, God, Bill yes, Hader. He plays that. a acting te- coach, an acting teacher, and he's kind of an asshole, but he really wants the best for his students. And he gives a powerhouse performance. I think he got an Emmy for the show. Oh, but my oh, yeah, favorite... that's right, yeah. He, I always like to think of him... Out. Yeah, I always like to think of him from Arrested Development. I, I love him. On that show. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Not not the not that '70s show. He probably made a cameo. Uh, not on um, his probably. famous show, fucking Happy Days. Happy no, Days. I think of older him, man. Hey. Fuck, fuck the younger him. <laughs> a lot of a lot of ladies probably did. Oh god. Wow. Um, Sorry, I totally stole your your thunder here. No, no, no. But no, it's a, it's a, it's all good. But let's we're gonna we're gonna wrap up scream. I'm just gonna throw out yellow light at best. I mean, okay. I feel like to be honest, I feel like I'm kind of being generous. It wasn't that great for me. I started developing my horror taste well after the era of scream. So it's like I like mm. the older classics. I like some of the weird modern stuff. I don't know. Just didn't quite strike a chord with me. Hey, so I apologize other horror fans, but it's just not for me. You watched it. You can understand why some people might like it, why some people might hate it, but you, you watched it. You can't yes. say you didn't. Exactly. Nice. So, Adam, I heard you got a horror movie too. Oh, I do. I have a brand spanking new movie. Number one at the box office. Oh, shit. The Rental. Uh, it's a Dave Franco movie. Sweet. Oh, uh, man. I'm I, excited about this one. Yeah, I yeah, know. I was I was super pumped when I saw the trailer. I'm like, oh, I can't wait for this one. Um, it was written. Well, the story was created by him and a mumblecore director named Joe Swanberg. Kind of what they do is, uh, well, not what they do, what Joe does, which I believe Dave also adapted to to do on this movie. They just come up with an outline of the movie and different beats, and then the actors kind of improv through it. But you would never know with this. These performances are great. This movie stars Dave Franco's wife, Alison Brie. Awesome. Uh, uh, the next guy, her it plays her husband, who plays her husband. I think his name's Dan Stevens. I don't fully know him, but I know he played the Beast in the live-action Beauty and the Beast movie for Disney. So I'm like, that's cool. Uh, pretty much, this movie is about two couples going to an Airbnb for the weekend. It starts off harmless, and then a dog goes missing, hmm. and that's when it's like, oh, that's kind of weird. Maybe he just escaped off his chain, and then it goes into they find hidden cameras throughout the house. Yeah. There's a murderer on the loose in this area. It just goes really downhill with not downhill. The movie doesn't go downhill, but <laughs> the situations. And there's a big thing I'm not talking about, but it's kind of written on the wall right in the opening of the movie that I want to spoil because I want you to discover it on your own watching it. God, the performances in this movie are pretty top notch as stellar. And I'm always on the edge of my seat, like waiting to see what's going to happen next. And it was a, it was an interesting little movie. 
like I said, number one at the box office. Hmm. Number two at the box office, The Karate Kid, the original. So it's like, we got some oh. hard contenders this week. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I rented this movie on Amazon Prime. It's a, on Amazon, not Amazon Prime. Uh, but you can get this movie anywhere. It just... Hmm. It, yeah, it's like I'm hearing it. I'm, I'm what, lay, it. lay it on me, man. It, didn't, it did not hit for me. It's like... Uh. It was because what happens when I'm not spoiling here, the, the one thing I'm leaving out, it's like, oh, God, I don't want this to happen. And it happens. And fuck it, man. I'm not, no, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm just going to leave it out there. And it kind of brings me out of the movie a little bit. Oh, okay. it's, it's totally a, a, a beat in the movie that happens. All right. I just kind of get behind. And, but once the murders start happening and things pick up, I'm like, yeah, this is the movie I wanted to see. But it took hmm. way too long to get there. And then when wow, I got there, it just hit quick and it was done. And I'm like, if you like horror movies, this is probably for you. But I'm giving it a yellow light. What did you think of uh, Franco's uh, directorial debut? In this oh, one? it was he, – he directed good. He directed well. He directed fine. His directing was great. It looked beautiful. It was shot beautiful. The area mm-hmm. that it took place in, very nice looking. Everything was top notch. It's just the story for me kind of didn't. Ah, uh, shoot. Yeah. That's too bad. All right. Yeah. But Man. like I said, we don't got to love the movies we watch. Uh, we're doing this for you. A lot of people, if you like horror, if you like the premise, it's worth watching. It's just like, okay. I'm not going to ever want to go watch it again. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I, I know it's getting a lot of hype right now. So that's a, it's, it's like the, the fact that the film exists is what's getting the attention. I've not heard mm-hmm. much of anything yet as far as what people think of watching it. So yeah. I'm, I mean, number one at the box office. So that's going to be something. Doesn't mean it's a great movie. Doesn't mean it's a shit movie, but it's, it's good for him at least. People are, people are seeing it. Yeah. Keep at it. Keep at it, Mr. Franco. Yeah, I want to see more. His brother's a good director and uh, I think he's on the path to being a pretty good director as well. Nice. I'll see oh, whatever awesome. he does next. All right, man. I think we're, we've approached the film you and I both watched for the mm. week now. This was an interesting entry. I was, uh, yeah, yeah the, the Old Guard on <laughs> Netflix 2020. It just came out, what, it was released two, three weeks a, ago. Three weeks ago, yeah. It was one of those where it's like a. It, it looks like a solid action movie. The trailer kind of looked interesting. It seemed like it was. Yeah. Clearly, it built up to. Oh, there's a there's a big climactic thing. You know, we're 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 leaving the big piece of information out of the trailer because we got to mm-hmm. obviously like any trailer. What the fuck am yeah. I saying? That's what any trailer should do. Well, a good trailer should do. A lot of the movies just shoot their load too quick, and That's this didn't true. do it, which is nice. That's yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It it left me intrigued and wanting to see the movie. So this movie is essentially movie. about immortal gods. They're not gods, but they were viewed as gods at some point. Yeah, and, that that is referenced. Yes. They there's yeah. there have been plenty of times uh, throughout history that some of the characters have actually been recorded and have there are stories and there have images been left behind in fucking tapestries and wall paintings and mm-hmm. things like that. There's statues made of some of these characters. They are so old. That, that kind of idea was cool. I, I can easily say that concept was really cool. I oh, really yeah. like the idea of that. These ageless, kind of timeless warriors that have seen the rise and fall of civilizations. They've had a hand in some of the biggest events in human mm-hmm. history. And okay. these guys, we, we're leaving out their immortal but, and their warriors, but they fight for causes that they believe in, whether it's good or bad. And they're assassins kind of also, but for good, the good of the humanity. Yeah, it, it's like whatever, whatever's going on in world history at the time, they try to lean by, behind the team that they believe is 
doing the best. Not necessarily yeah. like they're uh, they're obviously they're still willing to kill. They're still willing to do like that. What's necessary for the greater good, and it seems to kind of allude to. They've done some shady things maybe in the past, but Mm -hmm. it's always, again, to help humanity. So this movie picks up with the group of people being offered a job and they kind of want to turn it down, but they find out there's some children that are being held hostage against their will and they're going to be murdered. So they want to go and save these kids, but it's all a huge setup. When they get there, they get killed because these people want to catch their powers of coming back to life and being murdered on camera to exploit them. Mm Mm-hmm. And at the same time, they got to catch the guy that did that to him, but they want to bring a new member into their group who just found out she's now immortal after being killed in war. It, yeah, after it's, it's been set up that, the, obviously, the main core of them are at least many hundreds of years old. And there's this innate ability where they become aware when another one has been given this like gift it's not you don't go out and seek it out there isn't Mm -hmm. something that visits you it's not a power that's directly transferred it apparently just can happen spontaneously when you die yeah all of them uh had the same nightmare at the same time where they were able to see these hints as to where she was who she was and decided that well not decided it's it's again established they then have to go try to seek them out to protect them. They've, mm-hmm. After their hundreds of years worth of history and knowledge, they know that if anyone starts finding out what their abilities are, people start getting greedy and they try to take it from you. So they, they live in secret and they they're live out of eyesight of most of humanity for a bulk of what they do. Leave no trace behind kind of. Yep. Thing. Oh, that was one of my favorite scenes. In the beginning of the movie, there's some tourists wherever this country they're in taking pictures and Charlize Theron is in one of the pictures and she goes over and she's like hey you want me to take a picture for you guys and I'm oh, like yeah, yeah that'd be great and she goes in the camera or the phone I forget which it was deletes all pictures with her in it because she doesn't want to be seen and she takes a new picture of these people so she slyly deletes pictures on them which is awesome yeah. there's yeah I like that as old as they are they keep up with modern technology they have they understand how things work still they don't get lost in any one place they speak so many languages I don't think they'd ever get stuck anywhere in the planet that was something I found interesting is I like this awareness and they seem to have their own secret network of like they have hideouts clearly mm-hmm. in many different countries. They know how to get around. They're very skilled in hand-to-hand combat. They have all these weapons available to them and stuff. I got to give this movie props for the action sequences. They're shot oh, really yes. cool. Everything looks awesome. The hand-to-hand combat looks mm-hmm. badass. The way they kind of like attack people as a team was really cool. I, I really enjoyed those scenes. Oh, they were so epic. And they're not using guns. They're using their fucking bodies as weapons. They're using axes. They're fucking yeah, just fucking doing whatever the shit. fuck they want. It's so awesome. It was cool. Yeah, that stuff was cool. But. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm, I, here we go. And now, now the turn. Having said that, movie's two hours long. By the hour mm-hmm. point, I remember, I remember consciously thinking to myself, why does it feel like we're still setting the movie up? Oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, we are. Oh, my God. What the fuck? And then, and then I, I told that I kind of had to break it up into two viewings. Uh, so it was like the first hour and then the second hour later. Oh, that day. I did too. Dude, I, you made it further than I did. I watched like 15 minutes. I'm like, this movie is just slow and I have like two and a half hours left. I can't. And then I talked to you and I'm like, this is a big movie. We should talk about it because 
we're not like we said we don't have to love the movies we're watching but i'm happy i went back and watched it because it has those badass moments Mm -hmm. but it has so many slow moments that just take forever to get through for me yeah yeah i i am totally in agreement with you on there adam it's there's all these cool fight scenes we get these cool this cool combat and then it just grinds to a halt like Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's so slow that you can't get through it yourself, toasters, but I will tell you there's moments where you are going to kind of, you know, you, you'll probably start checking your phone after a minute mm-hmm. or two. It's All right, I'm going to be honest about something here. Sorry. I may have fallen asleep 15 oh. minutes before the very end of the movie and picked oh. back up. I'm sorry. I lost a little bit. I mean, I was up until a very important part and then I fell asleep and then I woke up before it all ended. The way it ended, what happens at the very end setting up a new sequel? I'm like, I want to see that, but I don't want any of the slowness of this. Right. What's funny is when you get, so there are little cut, uh, little bits, which, what, which movie was it we were, to, oh, uh, Palm Springs. It's mm-hmm. got a, it's got a scene in the credits. That one, fantastic. Huge punch. Yep. The, the credit scene in this one, I'm like, okay. Yeah, I kind of don't care. Like I, you set it up, but do I, I give a fuck? Yeah, no. And it's funny. It's like I had the other reaction. I was just kind of like, I don't want to see any more. <laughs> I, it's like I that was see, enough. I, I don't have I, faith that we're gonna. Kind of want to, but time. It's gonna be boring. But it's one of Netflix's bigger bigger movies, so there'll be a sequel. I mean, but like, like I said, like the, the action was cool. It looks it looks cool. The movie look mm-hmm. like. It's just yeah. slow The actors were the the cast was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I gotta be honest, Kiki Lane. Is that the new recruit? Yes. Yeah. The mm-hmm. new the Marine. Uh, I wasn't feeling her now. acting. She was kind of. I wasn't either. Mediocre. It's it's like, I believe I would have believed she was really a fucking soldier. You know, it's yeah. like that's kind of how flat she had that robotic. She was. It was like, oh shit! Did they find like? a soldier to be in this movie because that's kind of the delivery we're getting. Yeah, I, I have tr- I struggle with his name too. Uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor. Yeah, the bad guy in Doctor Strange. Yes. Oops, sorry, oh, he's awesome. Alert. Yeah. yeah, he's an amazing actor. Uh, Harry Melling was a, was a great villain. He's just got a villain face, uh, that Merrick guy. And then Shirley Theron, she's a badass. When she oh, wants to be a badass, yeah. she fucking kills it. Uh, and then the hey. other supporting guys, I liked them. Dude, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I love the fact that this movie had LGBTQ uh, characters. Oh the yeah, the fact that like these soldiers or guys kind of call out, "Oh, what is this? Your boyfriend?" And he's like, "He's so much more than my he, boyfriend." Oh, that man. scene was so badass. Oh, he I I cried a bit. It was amazing. Jumped up and tried to pull him back, and when the van parked and they're all mm-hmm. fucking dead, they're all just did the shit beat out of him, and they're sitting there. <laughs> Can you take these chains off, please? Uh-huh. And they still had a wit about them, even though they're in dire circumstances. Okay, who I didn't like, the big baddie who owned the company that wanted to do the testing on them. I didn't like him either. Oh, too you didn't like him? There for me. No. I, I liked, see, that was the comic booky part of it that I enjoyed. I liked this villain that's like, he's not the fighter type. He's, he's the type of villain that got there because of what he's- Money and power. Yeah, the decisions he makes puts people in other places where he comes out on top, you know? True. He's just not the type of guy to take charge himself. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, this movie is a comic book movie. And I uh, listened to an interview with the writer of the comic, also the sole writer of the movie. So it's like he, he whittled things down to kind of make it more flow, ebb and flow to be more like the movie. But the director, she was a huge fan of the comic. And she's like, 
this happens in the comic. Why does that not happen in the movie? And she was pushing for more things to be thrown in there. Man, so it's like, I oh, don't know. I don't know. I, don't know I think we got the too first much, script man. Would be better. Yeah. But I will say, I love the fact that a woman directed this and she did some badass action. And yeah. it's like, well, why can't we awesome. do this on other things? We're seeing great female directors with her, great female directors over on Wonder Woman, and it's like Patty Jenkins. Why Why are? Yeah. Why is it a boys club? I, I hate that. Uh, Gina Prince Bythewood, mm. by the way, is the director's name. I say, mm, but I didn't know. So. <laughs> Thank you for looking at <laughs> So I don't know. With it, Having said all that, for me, it's it, this one's also a yellow light. Um, it was a cool, I, again, it was like cool action and stuff. It's one of those, you know, don't, you don't, don't even rush to see it. If, you, if you're mm-hmm. looking for something action-y, female lead-driven story, that's, it's a fun one. But I'm, I don't think, for the action fans, I don't think it's going to be a big one for you. Yeah. If you want to watch some badass female action movies, go watch Atomic Blonde. Go watch Furiosa and fucking Mad oh, Max Free Fury Road. Road. Go Fuck watch yeah. fucking Wonder Woman. You can watch so many other things, but if you want to watch something new, if you're a big fan of the comic, you'll probably enjoy this. I'm with Dennis. It's the yellow light, in my opinion. I'm happy that I watched it. I, I'm yeah. happy I went back because there were moments that were genuinely amazing and followed by moments that were genuinely boring as shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Edge of your seat waiting for the next action scene. <laughs> uh, ooh, uh, I just thought of another scene. In the church, was it a church? When the group of people show up and she's hidden behind a statue and then she fucking slays them all with. Oh sword. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. Niall walks through. I saw what you did in the church and she's just got <laughs> the, the, the blood splatter on Charlize's face in the sword mm-hmm. fight scenes is so, so fucking cool with the very thin lines of blood crisscrossing all over the place. It just looks so <laughs> brutal. And it's that totally sells that image of just, she's this vicious warrior that has spilled so much blood and she knows exactly how to survive. Like, Oh, she, her character was fucking cool. They made, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And before she goes, she's like, stay here until you see my signal. And the army chick's like, how will we know the signal? It's like, I think that might be the signal. The guy's like, that's not the oh, signal. And then the when signal. the signal happens, she's like, ah, that's the signal. Oh, that's she's the right. signal. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. It's like you break up some action and some boringness with some comedy. But yeah. yeah. So it's worthwhile to check out some things in this movie. But like Dan said, don't rush. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, with the grain of salt. With the grain of salt, that's yeah. for sure. Well, I think we've def- we've uh, reached the end of this review episode, there, sir. Anything else yeah. you want to toss out to the toasters? Ooh, I do want to toss some stuff out. Um, I know we're always promoting social media, but we're hitting it hardcore. Every week, there's some live episodes of Movie Toast News live over on Twitch. Go to Twitch.tv/slash Movie Toast News and Reviews. Come watch it. Our episodes are living there. We're having fun doing it. It's a whole new thing. I feel like it's more exciting and fun doing it live and interacting. We'll interact with you. If you want to come talk to us. And we're also doing these trailer reaction videos called Trailer Talk on YouTube, which the first couple are a little rough, but now we're in the zone. We're in the swing of things. They're looking good. That's on YouTube once a week as well. Ah, fuck, man. It's all good. It's all fun. You can find out when we're doing all this stuff on all our socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, discord reddit all movie underscore toast the only thing that's not movie underscore toast is twitch because that's movie toast news and reviews please follow us watch us listen to us please give us reviews we want to hear from you please interact with us it's fun to hear from the audience i 
I love that. I don't know about you, Dennis, but I Oh yeah. Enjoy. No, I hate hearing from the audience. I don't <laughs> this is a one way street, guys. Yeah, here are our boys. yourselves. No. No, of course we do. No, please uh, we've we've had a, a few people come in and uh show up for the live stuff and we'd love to be able to chat with a, a few more of you folks. Yeah. Check it out. We'll be there every week. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. It's been a blast this week. As always, everyone, stay toasty. People God. are like fucking turning this shit off right now. <laughs>